Good morning. Welcome to the Chobot Levavot class on Shara Bitachon. We are currently studying the third Pidek. Yesterday we spoke about the Chobot Levavot explains the reason why Hashem required us to do Hishtadlut. And I want to continue on this for a little bit because it's a very central point in understanding Bitachon and what is Bitachon and how to attain Bitachon. We spoke about that the Chavod Lavot gave two reasons why Hashem required us to do Hishtadlut if at the end of the day everything is from Him. Now just a, a little bit of an explanation, even though many people of course know that Hishtadlut really was the curse of Adam HaRishon, Bezat HaPecha Tochalechem. However, Rabbi Desler explains in one place, he explains that uh, the way Hashem gives a punishment is not the way that we understand a punishment of a person. It's not the same. When Hashem punishes someone, His punishment is a rectification of the sin, which means a person does a sin, and automatically he becomes distanced from Hashem in whatever area he sinned. The proper rectification of that, how you come back and regain that lost ground, so to speak, to come back to that closeness to Hashem, that, so to speak, is the punishment of man. So punishment really is just how we rectify what we did wrong. So therefore Rabbi Desla explains when Hashem cursed Adam HaRishon Bezata Pecha Tocha Lechem, He wasn't you know, slapping him across the face. You did this, you deserve a slap. It was an inyan that Adam HaRishon distanced himself from Hashem by eating from the Etzadat, whatever exactly the Avera was, which is quite a, uh, quite a subject. But that sin which he did... He had to rectify, he had to come back and regain that lost ground which he did. And by Halechem, that's how he rectified it. Rabbi Desla explains that the Inyan was that Adam Arishon, the way Rabbi Desla learns the sin of Adam Arishon, was that Adam Arishon brought the Yetzirah inside him. By bringing the Yetzirah inside him, Adam Arishon created, so to speak, like a fog. He couldn't see clearly Hashem anymore. And he felt that it would be a bigger Kiddush Hashem. Another time, maybe we'll discuss what the thought process of Adam Arishon was. But he felt that it would be a Kiddush Hashem. And Hashem, so to speak, told him that he was wrong and that Hatzon Hashem wasn't for him to do that. And therefore Hashem punished him. That if you made it foggy, Hashem said now, you have to do Hishtadlut and you have to go look and search in the fog and find Hashem. Meaning if you made it foggy, you have to now clear up the fog to see Hashem clearly. And therefore that's one of the reasons why we have Ishtadlut. That Ishtadlut really is an inyan where we almost do something that's paradoxical. We do something that makes no sense because we know it comes from Hashem. So what are we doing then? But we do it in order to do something that makes us think maybe it's us. And then we have to convince ourselves that it's from Hashem. That's really where Ishtadlut was put in place. But Rabbi the Chavot Adalavot and Shara Bitachon explains really more that what was the purpose really why Hashem wanted us to be doing Hishtadlut. And it could be it's a little bit of a difference in opinion, but the Chavot Adalavot explained, like we said, two reasons. Reason number one was because Hashem wanted to test man to see if he's keeping the Torah and the mitzvot, and therefore he put him in a situation where you need certain things. You need a house, you need food, you need clothing, etc., etc. And Hashem gave us a list of rules. And he wanted to see if we would keep the rules. The second thing that Hashem did was more out of a chesed to us. That Hashem knew that if man was bored all day, he would end up sinning. And therefore, in order to protect us from sin, Hashem made us busy with our hishtadlut.
So we explained yesterday a very interesting thing from Ramatisyo Solomon. Ramatisyo Solomon explains that from here a person can learn that bitachon doesn't, it's not, you know, uh, one versus the other. How much bitachon you have, that's how little hishtadlut. And if you do a lot of hishtadlut, that means you have little bitachon. Rather, from the chavot lavot, it seems that bitachon, hishtadlut really, hishtadlut is based on how much devekut you have to Hashem. How close are you to Hashem? If a person is so davuk in Hashem that he's not sinning when he's not doing hishtadlut, then he has no requirement for hishtadlut. But it has nothing to do with how much bitachon you have. You could have a tremendous amount of bitachon and you could still be doing tons of hishtadlut. Because a person can know everything comes from Hashem. But if he sees a purpose in his, in his hishtadlut because it protects him from sin, then it's necessary for him to continue that hishtadlut. Now on this note, this means that any time a person is presented with a situation where you have to decide, am I going to do more hishtadlut or am I going to do less hishtadlut? So it depends what the, what the thing that you're, you're balancing is. If a person has a choice to go to a class and learn Torah or to stay in the office an extra hour and do hishtadlut, so a person in that situation will... It's, it's proper for him to go to the class because even though he's losing out on the Hishtadlut, but on one hand, the first reason, like we said, was that he has to serve Hashem. This person's choosing to serve Hashem. On the other hand, he's still busy and therefore it's not going to bring him to sin. So therefore that person is doing the proper thing by going to the class. And another thing here that we see is that there is no halacha and there is no correct thing that will ever cause you a loss in business. If you ever have to stop doing hishtadlut for the sake of a mitzvah, or for the sake of any avodat Hashem, then that's not going to cause you a loss. That's never considered that you were lax in your hishtadlut, and therefore Hashem can't give you what you were supposed to get. If a person's keeping a halakha, if a person's doing a mitzvah, it never takes away from the hishtadlut that he did. And therefore, a person should keep this in mind. That when you're doing hishtadlut, hishtadlut is only required and only necessary when you're not doing a mitzvah or learning or doing something like that. You will never lose from doing the mitzvah. Because the purpose of the hishtadlut, one, is to test you. So therefore, if you're learning and you're doing a mitzvah, you're passing the test with flying colors. On the other hand, they keep you busy. So if you're busy doing mitzvah, if you're busy learning, you don't have to be there. And if we can internalize this, that all our money really comes from Hashem, Everything we have comes from Hashem. And therefore, our Hishtadlut is only necessary when we're bored, when we're doing nothing. Then, when we, we, Bezat Hashem, will be able to learn Torah more and do more mitzvot with the proper kavanah and we'll properly, we'll properly be able to, uh, you know, to, uh, to understand and to have the right, the right uh, view on our lives of where our Hishtadlut falls versus where our mitzvot and Torah and avodat Hashem fall. Uh, just uh, one more quick thing. Rabbi Matisio Salman over here, he uses this to answer up a Rambam. There's a big stira in the Rambam. There's a contradiction in the Rambam. In one place, there's a Rambam that the Rambam writes that a person who wants to learn Torah and he doesn't want to do work at all and he's going to get money from tzedakah, says the Rambam, Hashem. This person is making a chilul Hashem. Ubizayet Torah. He's in embarrassing the Torah. He's a disgrace to the Torah. The Ramam continues, and 
He says that it's improper for a person to do that. However, there's another Rambam where the Rambam writes that Shebet Levi was a Shebet which was chosen to serve Hashem and they do not work at all. And the Rambam says, Lo Shebet Levi Bilbad, not only Shebet Levi, ala kol ish ve'ish, any person, mikol ba'eha olam, from any walk of life, that he decides he wants to donate his life to serve Hashem, and parak me'al tzavaro ola cheshbonot harabim, asher bikshu b'nei adam, and he removes from himself all the yokes of work, basically. Hazer arezenit kadesh kodesh kadashim, Rambam says he is a holy man. And the question is very clear. In one place the Rambam is saying that it's a Chilul Hashem. And in one place he's saying it's Kodesh Kodashim. So how could it be that it's a proper thing to do if it's a Chilul Hashem? And the answer is, says Ramatasiyah Salomon, that for a regular person who's not on the level of Debekut and Hashem, where he's so Dabuk to Hashem, then it's a Chilul Hashem for him to stop working and not do Hishtadlut and pretend, so to speak, that he's interested in a life full of Torah where he's really not. However, if a person reached that level where his debekut in Hashem is so, he's so attached to Hashem that he can never stop learning, he doesn't stop learning ever, that person has no need for Hishtadlut. And if you have no need for Hishtadlut, then Hashem sends you Parnasah even without it. Have a wonderful day.